Uh, is this thing still on? It's been a while. This show's been on hiatus for a couple of months. I told you that Doug and I were going to put something together, the likes of which you had not ever seen before, and I still plan to do that. But it's not going to happen in the immediate future because I've got bigger things on my plate right now. So what I wanted to do was, well, something. And uh, Doug and I started talking, and he said, Hey, um, hey, remember the Deeper Thought podcast you did a couple of years ago? Doug and I decided that we could go through some of those episodes. Over the next several weeks, several months, you're going to get access to what you previously weren't able to. Hopefully, this little provocation will help you sell something that you haven't sold before. And uh, stay tuned for these episodes as they drop week over week. I think you're going to take something away from them. I know you're going to be entertained by them. And uh, I just, I can't wait to talk to you again real soon. And yeah, you can be arrogant and you can say, well, if the solution is good enough, then it doesn't matter how they feel in the process. All I know is they're going to feel relief later. Well, I'm going to take issue with that. My name's Jeff Bajoric, and my career in sales has been a hell of a ride. And I want to bring you along with me. If you prefer to sell things at a premium, if you never want to win a deal on price, rethink the way you sell. Welcome back to the show. My name is Jeff Bajoric. I'm your host, and I'm here to help you rethink the way you sell. Today, I'm going to talk about one of the most often forgotten sales rules there is. Maybe you never learned it. That's not likely, but you have likely forgotten it more than once, and that's why you've left a lot of sales on the table. And that is that people buy emotionally first and justify their purchases logically later. You buy emotionally first, you justify that purchase logically afterward. And I'll go a step further in saying people don't ever do anything they don't want to do. So just because you gave them all the reasons that they should, that doesn't mean that they're going to. And when you give them all the reasons they should and they decide not to because they just don't want to, now they're going to feel bad about not buying. Good luck getting another meeting with them after that. But you forget this rule all the time when you lead with a slide deck in your presentation that has your corporate headquarters on it, when you talk about your product before you ask the prospect anything about their problem, you forget this when you become too product-centric. You can't do that. You cannot logic someone into an emotion. You think it would work. Logically, it works, doesn't it? But that's not how it works in the real world. There has to be an emotional connection to the decision you're asking someone to make. Otherwise, it will not get made. Those emotions are called tension. That's what I refer them to or refer to them as. I refer to them as tension because collectively they provide energy. And I'll you know, pull a rubber band out here, right? They provide the energy to bring someone through the sales process. Now, if you're watching on YouTube, you can see that I've got a rubber band and I'm kind of just stretching it between my two hands here. And if you're not watching on YouTube or watching the video feed on Spotify, why not? But, um, you know, I've got a visual aid here for you. And, um, you know, it, it's, it's important that you, you recognize that you kind of pull people through a sales process. You don't push them because we don't want to be pushy. But the tension you create, the emotions you create, that's what brings salespeople through the pipeline. 
You know, we've been like an inbound first, uh, you know, industry for a long time now. It's, oh, it's inbound. Let them come to you. They're all going to make their research or do their research. They're going to make their decision. Uh, they're going to be 57.435% of the way through their buying cycle before they want to talk to a sales rep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's the thing. We've been taught to let people just carry themselves through their own sales, their, their own buying process and our sales process. It doesn't work. How often are deals going to no decision or going to a competitor because you did nothing to add to the experience. You did nothing to add to the decision-making process. You did nothing to create additional tension. And I'm going to direct you back to last week's episode about credibility and relevance because you cannot have any tension unless there is first a connection. And that connection is where your credibility and relevance are necessary. If you're not someone worth talking to, if you don't have something worth talking about, no one will connect with you. But once there's connection, you can have tension, you can create tension. I go back to my partner on the Why and the Buy, Christy Walters. She told me that. She said that uh, live on a podcast as, as we were recording it, gosh, probably six or seven years ago now. And I remember it to this day. What a cool observation. So we have to connect with our people. Then we need to create tension. And once we create that tension, I think there's another dynamic here that we have to be aware of. Because a lot of people will refer to finding pain and, you know, you know the, the, the metaphor of rubbing salt in an open wound. Let's make someone feel as uncomfortable as possible so they want relief. And, oh, by the way, here I am with your relief. You ever think about how that feels for a prospect? And yeah, you can be arrogant and you can say, well, if the solution is good enough, then it doesn't matter how they feel in the process. All I know is they're going to feel relief later. Well, I'm going to take issue with that because I'm not here to make custom, I'm not here to make sales for the quarter. I'm not here to make a customer for a month. I'm here to make sales and customers for life. So they're going to remember the way they felt when they did business with you. They're going to remember the way they felt when you introduced yourself, when you, dis, when you, when you uh, demonstrated that you are someone worth talking to. When you showed that you could help them, that you could be their trusted advisor. You showed them the problems that they were going to face. You were able to look around corners for them and there were bad things coming if they didn't make a change. But if you don't also pump their tires a little bit, and help them see that they're making the right decision to accomplish the goals that they want, if you don't balance out the scales a little bit, you're going to be in trouble. You're going to make your customer feel bad about a decision that they should be feeling good about. And so as I was getting ready for this episode, um, actually, as I've been thinking about this over the past couple of weeks, I think there is uh, another dimension I want to add to this tension concept. Because tension encompasses good emotions as well as bad emotions. So don't forget during your exploration. Don't forget during your discovery. Don't forget during those moments where you figuratively have your arm around your prospect's shoulders and you're looking off into the horizon. Don't forget that they should feel good about making this decision, not just bad about the problem that they're trying to solve. So when we think about these groups, or this group rather, of these emotions, positive and negative, I want you to make sure that the positive and negative are relatively balanced. The old school seller that nobody likes to identify with, that nobody wants to be like, 
He used to just tell you all the bad things, find the pain, make the pain worse, show him the cure for pain, and then move on. No, no, no. Anymore? If there is too much negative tension and not enough positive tension to balance it out, this rubber band is going to break. Too much of the wrong tension will cause this rubber band to break. But if you have enough positive to balance that out, if they can feel good about making the decision, not only are they going to make more decisions in your favor, they're going to feel better about those decisions when they make them, which means they're more likely to make them again in your favor. They're more likely to tell their friends that they made a decision in your favor. They're more likely to suggest to their friends that they should make decisions with you too. So I want you to consider all of this. No tension, no sale. But if the tension is out of balance, you got problems too. And then you're going to have reputational problems to follow that. So think about this. I don't have a whole lot more to say <laughs> that I'm not going to already say next week. Next week, I'm going to talk a little bit about the difference between the cost of inaction and return on investment because those are important concepts as well. And they relate to the emotion first, logic second argument. But um, what do you think? How are you creating tension in your sales process right now? How are you creating tension in your prospecting? How are you creating tension in discovery? How are you relieving tension? How are you eliminating tension by telling people all about your company and all the things that they could really care less about knowing about? Think about this. And when you remember this rule, this very important rule that people buy emotionally first and justify their purchases logically later, and you go back and you look at your sales calls, listen to those recordings, watch those recordings, when you recognize that you are shooting yourself in the foot because you just didn't start the right way, that's a really quick fix to make. When you make those quick fixes, you end up being successful really quickly as well. So... Tell me what you think. Leave a comment here. Leave a comment on YouTube. Uh, review the show. If you'd like, send me a message. JB at JeffBajoric.com. Say nice things about me if you're going to leave a review. But you know what? Even if you have something that you don't like, um, it's really important that we hear it all. And if there's something about this show that you can't stand, then, hey, I, I mean, I'd appreciate it if you took that up with me personally. But, hey, if you want to put it out there publicly, we can have it at, we can have at it in public, too. So uh, thanks again for being here. I'll be back with you next week. One of my favorite topics to dig further into the idea of cost of inaction versus return on investment, COI versus ROI. Um, really excited to talk about that. And I'll talk to you then. Rethink the Way You Sell is a Pot About It production. It's mixed and edited by Doug Branson with music by Blue Dot Sessions and Doug Branson. This podcast is masterminded by Jeff Bajorek.